Hire FM 95.9. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9. It's just gone eight o'clock. Welcome to it. This is My Money and Me. Thank you so much to Dr. Cindy Finzel. She'll be back again tomorrow at 7 p.m. right here on Kaya FM 95.9. Well, welcome to it. It's the first show in February. Gosh, can you believe how time is flying by? Um, but during this month, we're going to be talking to couples that work together. Love and money, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Our couple this evening is Mo and Pindi Grootboom. And we're going to be exploring a little bit more on how these things work, how relationships work when money is very much a, a really, really important part of any relationship. But how do you actually get around it? Later on, we're talking to Dr. Tumelo Makumo about her transition from uh, the medical field to becoming a wedding planner what that entailed and how she is running a successful business all that coming up in the next hour this is my money and me i'm sumitra naidu welcome to sumitra naidu on kaya fm 95.9 well a very good evening to you my guest this evening is mo and uh, pindi grootboom and they're joining me in studio it's been a while since we had people in studio it's so nice to have more company (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be your first Feb guest. Yes. <laughs> we decided to put you both in the hot seats and uh, talk about what it's like. I mean, how long, both of you are relationship coaches. Yes. How long have you been doing this? How long have you actually been working together? Uh, we've been working together, uh, it's been now nine years. Mm. Uh, um, it started part-time, but on a full-time basis, when we both decided to resign from work, it was 2015. Yeah. So it's been sure. like... How long ago? That's nine just years. Over, no, 2015 is just over five years. Oh, yeah. yeah. On a full-time basis. That's a considerable amount of time, whether we're looking five years or nine years. Some yeah. people can't even cope, you know, a few months. One hour. <laughs> <laughs> that too. So tell me, how, how did you, I mean, when did you decide that this was something that you could actually mm. do together? Interesting enough, um, from the time we got married, um, we've been working together. But it was more like um, a hobby. Side hustle. You know, it was a side hustle. Um, I think I've always said when we got married, there was this business that was competing with my marriage. Mm -hmm. Because immediately when we got married, we started at a comedy business. So he was a a comedy producer. And obviously I got involved because somehow you you get involved as a wife. Mm -hmm. So from the time I got married, we've been together for 16 years. And comedy has been part of us for 16 years. But in 2015, um, I think it was straight after we went to a, oh, a first show. Oh, show, yeah, Power Couple. Power Couple. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, the show was about couples working together mm-hmm. and your strengths and your, you know. And then I think when we got back from that show, we're like, come on, we actually can make this work. More I think full-time. More full-time. I think yeah. Power Couple was more of a wake-up call for us. Yeah. Where we kind of felt like, oh. Uh, 
I didn't know you were you had such strengths, and I didn't know you actually can compliment me in this way. Mm. So suddenly, after power couple, we're like, let's let's just make this work. Yeah. That's so interesting. And then you know, so you went power couple comedy. How did the relationship coaching yeah. come to be? Well, it's always been there, as I said. Mm. Um, we, it's only that we've just been doing things part time. Yeah. And then what happened was when we when we went to record the show in 2015, uh, we were interestingly in the middle of writing our first book mm -hmm. mm. together. And um, because as part of that, as I said, we've been doing uh, relationships and marriages mm. in particular for the past nine years. And uh, so it's something that has always yeah. been there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for even people that know us, people in our circle, you know, it's always been the case of, guys, when are you doing this actually on a full-time basis? Yeah. You know, so we went full-time, you know, into it. And in made it a business. Yeah. And made it we, we, a business. I think we never thought it could be a business. No, we never. I actually feel bad by saying it's a business, but we never thought something serious could, could yeah. come out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think well, as more people started saying, guys, come on, yes. do something that, about yeah. this. We're like, yeah. I think there was a point where we just scratched our heads and like, Maybe yeah. there's something we can do, but it was never at the beginning like okay, let's let's make go. this a business. Yeah, it just came as a by the way. Yeah, and obviously because people started saying, "Hey guys, come yeah. on, this yeah. this is working." Yeah, because yeah. obviously we'll consult with friends, and they were like, "Oh guys, the advice you gave us worked." Yes, but also you the know? other thing is that in in when we decided to go full time into it, we began to strategize around it. Mm. And then we began to say, okay, we've got a passion for this. We've got a calling to do this. Mm. But now calling does not put bread on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it so, hasn't. So, so we need to find ways of then making this calling, you know, to be profitable mm. in some other way. And then we said, okay, what are the aspects of the business mm. that will not bring us money? Right, um, there's uh, counseling, uh, there's coaching, and there's all these kind of. And then we said, okay, let's look at the other aspects. Then the other aspects, of course, we are coming uh, in terms mm. of our work, uh, full-time jobs. We're coming both from the entertainment and creative background. So um, uh, we said, okay, um, part of that would be um, we've always had passion for television, yeah. Yeah. you know, and uh, we write, you know, a lot in terms of shows. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got quite a number of shows that we've written mm. and uh, that we've uh, 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 put, and some of them, you know, we've put out, some are rejected and, you know, <laughs> you know how the story yeah. goes. As it and goes. As it goes. But the book, I think, to, just to add, yeah. the book was our first yeah, really our first real, stepping stone because yeah. we wrote a book. Um, and this book, actually, we finished writing it whilst we were in the Park in, in Apple Park House. Yeah. So when we got out, we released the book. Yeah. And the book just went crazy. It really went you crazy. You know, yeah. um, it really went crazy. Bookstores started look, looking for the book everywhere and we're like, okay, we got something going. And we're like, guys, it's self-published. You know <laughs> yeah, how difficult yeah, it yeah. is to get a self-published yeah. then, certainly. Now it's a little bit more easier. Yeah. But to get a self-published book, in 2015 in South Africa. And books are a hard sell in They are yes, very they hard are. sell. And, and that's I the mean, thing. relationships as well, because I think <laughs> we got into a space of relationships like we didn't know what happens in, in, in that space. Yeah. I think when we got ourselves there and we started seeing 
the doors that it started to open. Wow. Yeah. Because mm. we always say that that actually that one book, Love Isn't for Cowards, mm. actually just opened so many it really doors. Catapulted. For us. And I think it really was more of a confirmation to say there's yeah, something that is, um, yeah. we, 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 we let's on. let's talk about that a little bit more. Love isn't for cowards. Yes. Afropolitans, I'm talking to Mo and Pindi Hrotbom. It's just gone eight, almost nine minutes past eight. Give us a call if you have any questions uh, for them. If you want to know anything about, you know, being in a business with your partner, what it's like, how to actually get over the humps, um, and and making it work. The number zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. Let's talk about that. Love is not for cowards. I mean, surely along this journey, there must have been somewhere where you felt like, oh, I just don't like his attitude. Or why is he moody today? Or why is she, mm. you know, uh, I'm always, I'm day. always bubbly. She's yeah. the grumpy. Oh, please. <laughs> Don't let me go there. I was right? always going to say you outnumbered by the women in this room, but you are not. Let me, let me tell you something, actually. <laughs> You know, what is funny about this book in particular, um, this is a book when we, that we wrote in in a very compromising space. We, yeah, we, very were, challenging. We, were, we were going through a very difficult time. Yeah. Financially. And I mean, it's, it's so interesting that you mentioned that. We, we were going through a very, very difficult period of our lives. And I remember this time, um, it was in December, I remember, you know, vividly because... I remember we said to ourselves, let's send our kids, let's send the kids to my mom and let's just reflect because things are just not going well, you know? And I remember sitting in a dining room table and I hope you still remember that. And in a way we almost, we, we kind of like listed things, the challenges that we've gone through. Yeah. 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 And from there we're like, listen. We can actually write a book about this. Yeah. Because we were actually were reflecting on the difficult times that we've been through. And almost from there, it was almost like a brainstorm yeah. of, of in, in a way. But eventually we we're like, okay, let's put this in a book. And that's how the book came about. Mm. Because yeah. we were going through a very, very difficult very challenging time, time. Um, of in our marriage. It was almost 10 years of our marriage. But yeah. Was, was that a relationship issue or just directly in, uh, with, uh, to do with finances? It had to do with finances yeah. specifically. Yeah. Uh, what happened was that um, <laughs> we find a lot of people today uh, who are on some, you know what, I'm resigning from work, I'm starting business and whatever. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, we look at them and we say, do you know? Are you ready for are this? Are you ready for this? <laughs> because you see, the thing about it is that without like scaring people or anything, um, you know, you, you have to have some sort of a clear direction, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of where you want to go, where you want to take yourself to. And uh, one of the things we have not done, we had this grand plan that we had, but um, because remember, going to record a show, you go and record the show, mm. you then come back and say, I'm not going back to work. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you get excited. It's yeah. a thrill you know? and then yeah. you We're feel like, like you, you know made what? it. I'm good. Mm. I'm sharp, you know. And then when we then had to sit down because the show finished uh, shooting um, around uh, April. April. Mm. So we were good. We were good. We were good. We were good. But December, December of 2015, we're like, um, you know, usually in December, we, we love road trips. Mm. So usually in December, we're on a road trip, like nationally. We go like province to province, yeah. literally with the kids mm. and all that. But we're like, we can't do it this year. Mm. And not because, not out of choice. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's just no money. No money to do it. So you essentially did not have, you had a plan, but you didn't have plan like B, plan C. In, in the sense of, we had the grand plan, like mm. this is where we want to be, but we didn't have, we didn't develop steps to get there. To get yeah. to that plan. You know, yeah. and, and then to say, okay, in three months' time, uh, this this should be what, this this what should be happening. Mm. You know, and then in six months, you know, we didn't have that. And uh, so we just went into it because both of us were very creative. We were very, so we get very excited about mm-hmm. things, you know. So um, we, we went into it and we said, you know what, let's go and, and let's do it. And I tell you now, looking back, yeah. <laughs> it's a great, we're in a great space. We're in a very great space. But yeah. I mean, looking back, we're like, ah. Oh, I'm sure there we, was. We made a couple of mistakes. We made a couple of mistakes. I'm sure there would have been. Uh, there was. There was. Uh, there were different ways yeah. to get to where we're at. You know what I mean? But I mean, we really learned the hard way. But it, you know, it seems like the reflection was really good for you. You mm. sat down and then you realized what the problem was and yeah. you moved from that. But what, I mean, you know, you you said you were in a really bad state financially. Did that way? I mean, were you always like? We are working as a team. We're in this mess. Mm. We're going to work ourselves out. Did it ever weigh on the relationship itself? It did. Mm. Um, it did. I have to be honest. I think at some point, there were points where there were a bit of conflicts, mm. you know, around mm. certain issues. Um, there was a blame games at some points to say you could have done it better. You could have... You could have, you mm. could have done this. You, you know, there were those moments. But I, I'm so grateful, though, because even though we had those moments, I think we we were quite matured about it. Because there were moments where we'll actually just bring ourselves within ourselves to mm. say, "Listen, let's come back." The problem is not the two of us. The mm. problem is how we have managed our finances. Mm. The problem is how we. It, it, it's it's our actions, not necessarily us, you know. Mm. I, I'm so grateful that there were those moments where we literally would, would actually just, you know, just yeah. pull yeah. ourselves together. But how do, you, together. how do you get to that stage? Because yes. that's really tricky. Yes. Yes. You know how quick it can actually multiply. Yes. Yes. You talk about the blame game. Yeah. I mean, you know, I say something and then he says something back and then we saying hurtful things. Yeah. Yes. It's really hard to come back from yeah. that. How do you get to that point where you look within yourself yes. and you actually... Yeah. You know, being rational about the situation and saying, okay, let me just calm down. Let me think about this. How mm. do you get to that? One of, one of the blessings in our lives was that at the point, as Pindi said, 2015, we had already been married for 10 years. Mm. We had, within that period, had gone through a number of things uh, to, you know, not to question one another's intentions, mm. right? And um, one of the one of the biggest challenges with couples that go through, even with financial situation, is um, the the a shaky foundation when your relationship is shaky anyway, and then the money becomes. You know, it mm. becomes like the big thing, mm. and I think I say it's when not it, the big it's thing. Not it's the, not, yeah. but it does. Issue. It can overshadow it, it, everything. Of course, everything it, it overshadows mm. everything. But mm. can I tell you, you, when you actually dig deeper into it, it's actually not even about. Yeah. And we have this thing yeah. that we always say with Pindi, um, uh, that you know, a lot of conflict, a lot of fights over money within couples 
aren't really about money. You know, they're about values, you know, more than anything else. They're about, you know, I fight Pindi for spending money that we had planned for something else. That fight is not about that. It's about her values. You know, when we agreed that we're going to do this, and then you move, and then you move away from it. So that's what the fight is really about. So, you know, it's about respect. It's about respect. You know, respect my decisions or respect, you know. Maturity. Uh, my choices. And, and, and yeah. trust as well. You Absolutely. know, be able to tell me these things instead of doing it behind my back yes. or doing it without me. Mm, mm, that um, is so true, hey? Because I think more about money, trust is such a big issue because mm. why didn't you tell me? Yeah. Um, we, I mean, you, you come across stories where you spend the money. I don't have an issue that you spend the money. Mm. But why didn't you tell me that you were going to spend the money? Yeah. That shock factor where I discover that we had savings... And now suddenly, no longer have savings. we don't have any savings. <laughs> so maybe if you just told me that, listen, I'm gonna spend the money on whatever stuff that you're gonna be spending on. Are you so good with you, it? You actually realize that it's actually not about money. It's actually about you could have just told me that you're yeah. gonna spend the money mm. rather than me just discovering yeah. that there's no money left in and, our savings. And I mean, you know, when you talk about values, it's really important to understand each other yeah. in a relationship. I always feel that, you know, some people are not stressed about, you know, about these little things, uh, you know. But I mean, you could have somebody that just is quite anxious about all of these things. I mean, you could surprise them with a beautiful holiday overseas, but mm. they're thinking, oh my God, you spent all of our savings. And uh, surprise them with the house. It's a great thing. Yeah. But now, did you have to buy the house now? You know, about those kind of... Small... What about this? What about yeah. that? Yeah. Can I tell you, I think for, for, for us, I come personally, I come from um, a very, um, a very poor background, mm-hmm. right? Um, the background I come from, you know, is a background where we've never had a car at home, mm. right? And and I know I share this with a whole lot of, you know, people yep. are listening. And um, on the other hand, you know, Pindi, uh, while she's not coming from a rich background, but at least, I mean, you know, they were well to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're mm. professionals at home, you know, they're business people at home. And I mean, they have land, so with with a clash of that you know i'm i'm a saver mm. right i don't like spending money but that money. in itself defines you <laughs> and you. defines yeah. your values exactly. from your background that's where and, i'm going and, and imagine the struggle now mm. the, the struggle because where he wants Pindi, to save everything pindy wants yeah. to spend and Pindi thinking, is like uh, i want to live for today yeah. Yeah, no not even live for today but, but can i just enjoy I, this life yes, yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. I don't know where, how it's going to end or when it's going to end. You know? And someone goes, no, let's put everything on the <laughs> side and save for a rainy day. So I think it was, it was those differences. Yeah, it, really. was those, it was those differences that actually, you know, helped us to, you know, navigate through all these challenges. And it's again what I was saying earlier. A lot of, we've been blessed in that the challenges that we went through about finances, yeah. we had, we feel like we had already been prepared. Our relationship had already been prepared, mm-hmm. you know, such that even though it was the first time for us to go through such challenges about finances, but our relationship was solid to the point that when those things happen, when we didn't have, 
you know, uh, 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 the money that we usually have, mm. you know, our relationship was not shaken. Mm. Yeah. You know, as yes, would irritate the heck of each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I yeah. mean, it would it would not be to the point of you know what mm. I'm living. You know, it, yeah. it never, it never. Be. But obviously, the two of you have some experience, yes. and you understand. <laughs> I mean, you are relationship coaches, yeah. so you actually could have helped yourselves. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I need you to help us and the rest of our Afropolitans on how to navigate these tricky situations. Mm. My Money and Me, every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Afropolitans, welcome back. This is My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu. And my guest this evening is Mo and Pindi Khrotboom. They are relationship coaches. We're talking to them about being in a business, being in a relationship and being in business together. And we have been talking about that for the last couple of minutes. Now we're going to focus on what others can do um, to actually navigate these tricky times in mm. relationships. Before the break, we were talking about, you know, the value system. Um, that is so important. Mm. How do we actually get around, uh, you know, once we get to these tricky times? I mean, the two of you have experience. Mm. You are relationship yeah. coaches. Yeah. You were able to sit down, be quiet, look within yourself, reflect, and find the issues that you needed to address. Yeah. It's not so easy mm-hmm. for everyone else. No. Getting into a relationship, getting into a business, these are big things. Yeah. Um, but let's just say relationship-wise, how do you actually get into this discussion over finances? Because it can become so awkward. I find, I find really it very awkward yeah, talking it is. about money. You know, so I, I think... What's interesting about us, we never had that discussion. Mm. Um, and I wanted to have it. Pity no, didn't please. He, he never. He never. Okay. And I think it's one of the biggest mistakes that we made. We got married. We were, you know, career-wise, things were, were, were mm. going well. Mm. And I think because we're both earning an income and we were both, you know, climbing a corporate ladder when we met... We actually thought ah, everything is great, mm. but this is the biggest misconception. It's the biggest misconception. People think that you only need to have a discussion about finances when it's going wrong, Listen. when things are going wrong. Oh my god! Things were flying. Yeah, we're thinking, ah, you've got a great career. I've got a great career. So there's no need. We are like we are here. Mm. We're good. Mm. Until now, we look back and think, ah, we should have had that discussion actually. Yeah, because. Um, I had how many credit cards did I have? Four credit cards. I have credit cards. Oh, I'm Remember, sorry. at the time, I don't have them anymore. No, no we took. I care have of, to. I, have I to, took care of it. Uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> well, we. They, she, she had four credit cards, I have right? Four credit cards, guys. And she. I'm getting heart palpitations. It was. Listen, it was. It was the you, time you, when you, banks you. would give you credit cards without you asking. For free. When they were introducing the National Credit Act. Mm. So you would get like I stuff thought, you didn't I thought, apply. I mean, I thought I was. I was, so was, was like, demand. oh, these people love you know me. <laughs> so basically, I had all these credit cards. Life was great. You know, you could buy the latest cars whenever. Mm. Until we were deep in our marriage, and I was like, Ugh, this is tough now. <laughs> you know, but I think the point I'm trying to make is this discussion should have happened much earlier. Yeah. yeah. Because. Even with the couples that we see now, we always say, have the discussion. It's a tough one. Mm. Yeah. But find the right time, obviously, because it's very important to have this discussion at the right time. But have the discussion because 
you might as well just postpone your your wedding a little bit mm. yeah. so that you guys are at a point where both of you are financially fit yeah. to get into a marriage because I'm just thinking I mean you say when we you know when we spoke about the values and where your background and Pindi's background very very different right and if she's got four credit cards and if I was in your background I'd be panicking I would I, like, oh I, my god the he, thing he about it is that the thing yeah. about it is that I, would ne- <laughs> I never understood the thing about it is I didn't even know about them <laughs> you see and, and you never yeah, asked <laughs> I love my wife so <laughs> So, so here's the thing, and this is this is uh, some of the things we tell couples. If you you have to be a person of principle, mm. if you're going to give your life to somebody else, if you are not a person of principle, you will find it very hard to live with somebody, mm. virtually a stranger, who's you know, who's well. different from you, who you are not used to, whose personality, whose character, whose background, whose a whole lot of things are different from yours. Mm. One of the principles we live by, and this we had to learn, you know, um, uh, 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 quite a, uh, you know, a, a little bit far back, mm. is that when we say for richer, for poorer, you know, what is it that we actually mean, mm. you know? And for us, that principle is one of the biggest principles insofar as money and property is concerned mm. in that it separates love and commitment from property, from mm. money. It says, I will love you for richer, for poorer. In other words, um, it doesn't matter how many zeros we have, mm. yeah. you know, in our account or we don't have none, you know, our love, our commitment with one another yeah. should not be, should, mm. should not be affected, you know, yeah. by the number of zeros we have or don't have. And now we, of course, know the reality is um, sometimes it's not just the lack of money that, um, that affects relationships negatively, yeah. Yeah. but sometimes it's a lot of it, Even yeah. Access, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm. that affects, uh, you know, because sometimes, you know, when you give money to somebody who, who doesn't know how to own money, yeah. um, and then money begins to own them, mm. uh, then what happens is that that person becomes a totally different person that, you know, who is this? You it, know, it you basically never, takes over their life. It takes over yeah, your you life. Know? And now the relationship is affected. So that's why I'm saying if you, if you are not a person of principle, when we talk about values and so on, if you're not a person of principle, it'll, you'll find life, you know, uh, a, a life of commitment to somebody mm. very difficult, yeah. you know, to navigate. And yeah. this, you know, I want to ask you two more questions because we're running out of time, right? Okay. So the one question is really about, you know, in, in the world we live in, you know, uh, women are becoming so much more independent. Independent, absolutely. And we've had this discussion before about women having their own savings accounts and and managing their finances on their own. And we were told that, you know, it doesn't. You still have to work as a team. You Mm. are one unit. You need to work together. What's your views on that? You know, um, when we first got married, we were in that sort of boat where we Mm. believed, "Ah, I've got my things and... You handle your business and I handle mine. You know what I'm saying? And we only meet at home type mm. of um, scenario. But I think we've learned the hard way that actually marriage is about combining those things. Mm. Um, it's not about you keeping your own things. I know this is our belief, obviously, because the experience has taught us that it's not your money, mm. nor is it my money. 
it's actually our money. Mm. Mm. It even goes beyond that to say it's actually not even our money. It's about the legacy that we're leaving for our children. Mm. Um, we are parents to four children, um, three of our own and um, the one that I met him with. So mm. in total, we've got four kids. At the end of the day, there's got to be a legacy that we leave for those children. So it actually, that on its own tells you that it's not it's neither his money nor mine. Yeah. 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 You know, especially when the it goes children beyond involved. Because then you're not saying involved. that these are my children I'm going to, <laughs> you know, set aside for them and his child yeah. I'm not. Yeah, it's it's important to look at it in, in that way too. So for somebody getting into a relationship, yes. this is something that we've also mm. asked before. I mean it's really awkward and we've we've spoken to people before and they say, Get into the conversation right at the beginning. Now you've just started dating the person. I think I think there are nice and creative ways of doing it. Yeah. Uh, one of the ways is to talk about your dreams. Mm. Talk about your expectations. Mm. You know, what 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 is it that what what is it that you want to work towards, you know, um, in terms of career, in terms of business, education, and all of that, so that you then get the person's idea of mm. where they want to go from a vision point of view mm. themselves and on their own, so that you are able then to hold each other accountable based yeah. on those visions, on those, you know, dreams that people have. Mm. So that if I if I want to be a, 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 a doctor, a PhD and mm. all of that kind of thing, then I need to know, okay, I need to find out from you, okay, how do you think you're going to fund that? Mm. You know, yeah. uh, it becomes very important in a long-term relationship. That's a nice way to getting into <laughs> it because, I mean, you know, if your dreams are not in sync with my there dreams. There you go. There you go. You know, to... <laughs> Two extremes. It's, you I didn't mean, ask you know, their bank account. You didn't yeah, ask how much yeah, they actually, earn. Actually, it's it's one of the biggest um, issues in marriage, which is unrealistic expectations or mm. even uncommunicated expectations. Mm. You know, I I know I want to have a PhD, but it doesn't know that. Yeah. So mm. how do I get into that? I mean, how mm. what steps do I take to get into that, or rather, in in me acquiring the PhD, if he has no idea, because one way or the other, he needs to fund that. Yeah. So when, mm. when, when, when there are certain things that are not communicated, I know communicating these things is, is unromantic, mm. but we, all, we always say, you know, find the right place and the right time to have this conversation. We can't go on our first date and immediately I tell you, mm. you know, I'm going to be needing 100,000, you know, a year because I'm going to be studying X, Y, Z. But you need to find the right place and the right time to have those conversations. But it's very important that we communicate what our expectations are. And because yeah. a lot of people are married, but we have different expectations. Yeah, you want to go that of what way. We want. And, and you pull different directions in the same relationship. It's a, you know, it's as simple a, as, as traveling as well. Yeah. You know, I like to travel all the time. And then he says, no, but, you know, we can't be spending so much of money on traveling. And, you know, <laughs> Where are we, we can going? actually go to we our parents' home. home. Where are we going? <laughs> You know, we can but, visit but, our uncle somewhere, and you're thinking that's not travel. But, for but me. I, I think the other way of bringing in the subject is, is you know, to frame your conversations in the form of what ifs. Mm. You know, uh, what if? Always works. Yeah. What if? Yes. You know, to say what if uh, you don't reach uh, your dream? What if? What if you don't get to finish your PhD? Mm. You know, what then would happen? You know, what? If, so I think that r rather than going head on you know to talk about you know, it's important to know mm. the person's financial position mm. 
when you're in a relationship but also for me even more important it's their attitude towards money yeah, yeah. You know? and i think it's important to know ourselves yeah you know, because if the question comes up, you're able to say that these are the things that I like. Yeah. These are the things that I want to do. Mm. Uh, you know, you, I I stress about money. Mm. I don't mm. like to have any debt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, those kind of things. You can openly say that because this is how you feel so that the next person understands that too. Mm. Very quickly from both of you, your most important lesson to share with Afropolitans. I'll start. One each. I'll start. Um, I think the most important lesson for me about money mm-hmm. is is to learn or be each other's students. Um, in so far as beyond just because you see when when you spend money, that's the end result. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I'm interested in the attitude. I'm interested in what motivates you. What is it that because I'm, I might have a problem with you traveling. Uh, and you were saying earlier, making an example, how I like to travel and all, I might have a problem. But really, you will find that when we get into it, that's not really the issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And for me, uh, I'm very big on let's get behind the issue. Yeah. You know, if you've spent money that we agreed that we were going to use for something else and then you use it for something else, let's try and move away from, you know, what you did to why you did it. You know, yeah. then I think in that way we'll be able to get somewhere. I mean, you 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 need to help us to spot the signs, though. It's like riddles. So you're suddenly <laughs> now fighting about a trip to, you know, a trip overseas, and then it's not actually about the trip. How do I actually tell what exactly we're yeah. fighting about? If if you wanted to go overseas, why why is going overseas so important that you would use money we don't have to go overseas? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about when you say go behind. Why, why is it such an important thing that it cannot wait for us yeah. to mm. save for it? Mm. You yeah. see, that's what I'm talking about in terms of studying one another so that you don't just judge one another on what on, on the actions. Yeah. Okay. But let's go behind. Yeah. yeah. Good advice. I Good think, advice. you know, for me, the greatest lesson has been don't spend money you don't have. Mm. I've, I've, I've learned that the Cash hard way. Because the credit cards. Credit card is not your money. Any other money. I mean, I've even learned that when, you, when something is on 50% sale, mm. it's not just you saving 50%. You've actually spent that yeah. 50%. Yeah. You know, so the question is, it's money that you, that you do not have. So over the years, we've learned if we don't have money for something, we're not going to have it. And we will only acquire something when we are able to afford it, meaning we are able to buy it cash. Mm-hmm. If we can't buy it cash, unfortunately, it means it's not for us because yeah. we can't afford it at yeah. that point. And that's our life but right it, now. It, it, had, it, had to ta- it had to take learning <laughs> yep. and obviously failing along the way mm. in order for us to actually realize that, you know what, a credit card is not your money. Or if something is on sale, the amount that you paid... You might have saved 50%, but you yeah, actually spent another pay, 50%. Mm, yeah. So you actually have not saved anything because mm. you pay the, you use the money that you did not have. The, but the difference in what you were saying and, and what's so important for me is that even if you, even if you have the cash, whether you buy it on mm. sale or not, you are spending money that yes. you have yeah. as opposed to spending that you don't. You're not buying anything on credit. And I think that's the biggest difference. Yeah. Yes. Living on credit, living on debt yes. is so stressful. We, it's stressful. We, we've it actually <laughs> adopted this as our lifestyle at this point. 
that you know we don't have any credit mm. card we don't own any retail card or mm. stuff like if you come to our house anything you see in that so house are the four is credit cards gone Long time ago. Yeah, he had to get rid of them. Long time ago. They're gone. I mean, you know, we, we really, really do not believe in yeah. unnecessary debt. Mm. You know, the debt that we would have is like house mm. and obviously the schools. And all the yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm. we don't we don't believe in, you know, yeah. um, things. So we had to grow to that. But that in itself, I think, is really good for a relationship mm. as well. Limit the amount of stress that you have on yourself. Yeah. And yeah. finances does put a lot of pressure on so many people. Yes. Guys, I wish I could have spoken to you for much longer, but our next <laughs> guest is sitting patiently and waiting for us. Thank you Thank so you. much. I've had so much of fun, and thanks so much for all Thank the advice. You. It was a great chat. Uh, Thank Mo you for having us. And Pindi Khrutbom, relationship coaches, talking to us about being in business together and about having a relationship and working through the finances. Coming up next, I'm going to be talking to the CEO of The Wedding Butterfly. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.